the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm going to be frank with you. Today's going to probably be a negative day. There was a couple things that I heard overnight that just weren't great. Let's not say hope I'm wrong, but let's see if I'm wrong. Uh, Another Trump indictment. Watched a little bit of on TV last night. Boy, the analysts are bad. Um, Just a lot of speculation, a lot of speculation, a lot of speculation. And then uh, I'll just be quiet. Uh, Fitch warns that it may down be speaking with Rob. Fitch warns it may be forced to downgrade dozens of banks, including JP Morgan Chase. That's bad news. Let's talk a little bit about that. Fitch cut its assessment of the banking industry's health in June, a move that analyst Chris Wolf said went largely unnoticed because it didn't trigger downgrades on banks. But another one notch downgraded the industry score from double A negative to A plus. Would force Fitch to reevaluate ratings on each of the more than 70 U.S. banks it covers if we were to move it to A plus then we would recalibrate all our financial measures and would probably translate into negative rating actions. Uh, Investment-grade banks are important. Bank of America, Bank of New York, Mellon, JP, Morgan Chase, State Street. They're our highest-rated banks right now. Then you go Morgan Stanley and Wells Fargo, next level down. After that, the next level down, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, UMB Financial. The problem is tied towards valuations and tied towards what they can and cannot lend, what they can and cannot borrow money at. So loan defaults are on the rise right now, and that's considered historically at these levels normal. But we have an economy that is slowing, not aggressively. That's one piece of bad news out there today, right? Then you get into China surprises rate cuts as the economy grapples with confidence crisis. So China's lowering interest rates. We're raising interest rates as our economy has too much inflation. China's saying we don't have enough growth, so we're we're cutting rates. But they also have that home builder that looks like it's going to implode. It's going to miss payments. Not a good thing. Internationally. Hey, what's the best way of saying it? You kind of want everyone to do okay. I was going to try to do a women's national team soccer analogy. Like, you kind of want a good competition for the World Cup. But in the end, you want China playing the United States. Uh, that's not quite right. But China's struggling. And China is a really big economy in making things and in consuming things. All worthy of note. Other things that we need to be talking about. 
yesterday, the NASDAQ, the S&P 500, the Dow were all up. The NASDAQ was up 1.05%. The Dow was up barely. The market's having a little bit of trouble finding its um, traction in August. We were running up that hill in March, April, May, June, July, and August. It's starting to like lose that traction. Hawaiian Electric had a bad day yesterday, down 33.77%, very similar to PG&E with wildfires in California. Hawaiian Electric is being looked at like, uh, don't you have better safeguards than this? So far, 99 people, I think it's 99 or maybe 96 people are dead, but they're expecting that double or triple from here. Here's the thing that stinks. And as a property owner in Tahoe, it's a very similar situation. Um, Housing is too expensive for the workers. Housing is too expensive for the average person in Hawaii. And a lot of housing just went up in flames. And developers are moving in saying, hey, Rob wants to buy a condo here. Can we build condos? And that's not going to help their, their issue in any way, shape, or form. So there's a housing problem for the average people who live on Hawaii. Typically, we would call them service workers. But they could be policemen. They could be many, many, many things. Uh, Tahoe Truckee has the same exact problem where there's just so little housing and people are so freaked out about building housing that many of the workers live in Reno to the point that you can get like a $26,000 credit if you let a worker live in your apart, uh, home. Interesting stuff, in my opinion. Um, What else do we have to hit at today in the world of headlines? Did I do Trump? I think I did. I don't want to do any more on Trump. Hollywood is reportedly offered some concessions on AI streaming data uh, to the striking workers. This is getting to be long in the tooth. They walked off the job in May, so it's April, May, June, July. Here we are halfway through August. That's four and a half months. Can you be imagine if you're a writer and you're not getting paid? Four and a half months later, you're like, what are we doing about the mortgage, honey? Um, I guess when you have that big date where your contract comes up due... You save three to four months of mortgage payments in situations, right? That doesn't sound very realistic, does it? But the newest counterproposal from the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers promises that writers, not uh, that, that humans, not artificial intelligence, will be credited for screenplays. And writers will get access to data on how many hours viewers spend streaming so they can gauge the popularity of their work. The offer also includes a pay bump. The two sides are expected to continue discussions this week. So still no deal. Getting closer. There's a new movie on Netflix that is so bad. It's got Cal Gadot. I would be ashamed of as the writer on that one. Um, it is so bad. And for a rec- the record, I worked as a writer. Um, so when I say that I would be ashamed, it's called Heart of Stone. It is awful. It is probably the worst movie I've seen that attempted to actually be a movie. Um, but that's also the, this day and age, right? Crank out what is the formulaic. Why not have a computer do it? I know. I know you're saying that. You're not going to be popular, Rob. The ladies are not going to like you today because uh, you, you're downing on the writers. Elon Musk and Mark Zuck still in the war of words. Musk tweeted that he'd be test driving a Tesla to his rival's house today to knock the door and fight. 
So Zuck says only serious offers. They are just how ridiculous can you be when you can be the role model to young men, both of them on what a good CEO is. They're both acting like children. It's ridiculous. Um, try to be a little bit more like Tim, Tim Cook, guys. So this is beneath you. It's a great time to be an AI engineer. Senior AI engineer is joining doctor and lawyer on the list of job titles that can get a nod from your demanding parents. If you're getting ready to go to college, tell mom and dad, hey, I'm thinking about being an AI engineer. Up to 900000 as a product manager on the machine learning platform team at Netflix. Between 210000 and 360000 as an engineering leader of efforts to develop generative AI models for content monetization at TikTok. Up to 285 to 425,000 as a principal engineer of the AI platform at software company HubSpot. Not too shabby, huh? Mama, don't let your kids grow up to be cowboys. CEOs are fine. And, uh, AI engineers definitely uh, will get the seal of approval. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Uh, big event coming up a couple Thursdays from now, nine days. The event is going to be at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. It's going to be all about your seven tests of readiness in retirement. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. This is a complicated world we live in. On so many levels, Japan and the United States get along really, really well. Probably because they have a common interest in keeping China from expanding. I don't know. Um, That's just an assumption. I'm not politically very smart. But Japan's refusing to participate in a key Indo-Pacific trade deal because the U.S. added language against whaling. The deal aims to strengthen the U.S. economic ties with 13 Asian nations as China relations sour. Do you see how, like, I thought we kind of got along with them, and then we're telling them whaling ain't cool, and they're telling us whaling is part of our life. I'm going to side with Japan on this one. I think the United States has too many opinions that should stay out of other people's business sometimes. Now, again, on the, the topic of whaling, I know nothing. I'm as ignorant as they come. Uh, and maybe some traditions should be left two, three, four hundred years behind. Um, but also, I, I know I'm a hypocrite because I eat chicken and beef. And although I don't eat baby cow. <laughs> I've been known to eat cow, baby cow's mama. Uh, Boy, I'm in deep today, aren't I? 
um, elsewhere out there in the world of just getting along, China. Let's talk a little bit more about it. China had a big COVID shutdown. This is stuff you can never, ever predict. And yesterday I got kind of mad at email that I'll read to you in a second because this dude's been emailing me for 12 years and his stock picks that he wants to know about are all over the board. I'm like, there's no way you can cover that many sectors and have a job. So he's just kind of, he's missing one thing. What he doesn't know, he doesn't know. He goes with a lot of uh, positive names, but he also, I remember a couple of years ago, he picked a stock that he was trying to tell me how great it's going to be. And it's called Aqua Metals and it was all that in a bucket of chicken. And I'm stupid for not liking it. And it's gone from 15 down to one. Um, sometimes people just make big, big, big mistakes. And that's one of the things I, I'm telling you, once you're wealthy, work with a financial planner because you ain't got time to recover. I get a lot of guidance from a financial planner and part of my portfolio gets all the direction from it. I still have a large chunk of the growth portfolio. Don't, don't worry. But um, let's talk about China a little bit more. China's reopening. What we don't know is like China had a zero COVID policy and it's only been eight months since they've said, you know what? Lockdowns are over. I know. How long does it feel like United States lockdowns have been over like two years? We get a little cloudy in our own memories, don't we? Chinese consumers were expected to come roaring back and open up their wallets. You know, U.S. consumers did. U.S. consumers like, well, we're going to Europe and we're going to pee in the, uh, the fountains in Italy. Because that's what U.S. does when we go on vacations. We're bad tourists. We're bad, bad, bad tourists. But China's reopening has started off as eh. And it's only gotten worse. There's been no excitement. China's second quarter GDP growth was disappointing, decelerated from an underwhelming pace in the first quarter. Youth unemployment in China hit a record high in June with 21% of its 16 to 24-year-olds in cities without work. Last month, China's global exports sank at their steepest pace since early 2020 as Western consumers pulled back on its made-in-China goods uh, tag. Here's a funny memory from my childhood. I remember being a child when my toys would say made in Taiwan. Then they would say <clears throat> made in Indonesia. Then they would say made in Thailand, made in Vietnam. Then they would ultimately say made in China. Um, and what's interesting about that is how some countries come in and out of economic favor. And they have low cost labor and then as they develop their cost of labor goes up. So us toy makers would bounce to another country would bounce to another country. Try to keep the labor costs lower. So China's recovery is not going as planned and that has us stocks like Caterpillar, DuPont, Apple, Starbucks, Merit, um, struggle that all have exposure into China. That, so that division is struggling. Elsewhere, airlines, including Spirit and JetBlue, grounded planes and said they may need to cancel flights after aerospace company Pratt & Whitney recalled 1,200 engines. That's not going to make me feel very good about flying on Spirit or JetBlue right now. I didn't bring this up, but I should have. 
Um, a judge revoked Sam Bankman-Fried's bail, sending him to jail, and said the FTX co-founder likely tried to interfere with the witness in his upcoming trial. Um, can I be mean for a second? He's a weird-looking dude. Now, I'm not, I'm not George Clooney in any way, shape, or form, but his head looks like a melon. And then he's got that hair on it. So it looks like a melon with hair. And I'm like, I can't unsee that every time I see him. I know you're saying you're not very nice, Rob. I know. I know. Let's keep moving, shall we? Um, let's talk about today, Home Depot in the second quarter. Home Depot reported retail sales came out today. Lackluster sales at Home Depot in the second quarter and a tepid sales outlook from Dow component. Uh, Home Depot is a big boy there in the Dow. Then you get the Fitch ratings warning that it might be forced to downgrade the ratings of a dozen of additional banks. You got weaker oil and copper prices probably tied towards China saying, you know, we're trying to stimulate the economy by cutting interest rates. Cutting interest rates increases speculation because your return on investment has to be lower then it gets lower as the cost of money gets lower. Total retail sales increased seven-tenths of percent month over month in July. Excluding autos, retail sales were up 1% month over month after increasing upward and unrevised two-tenths of percent in June. So the results were powered by a big month of gains in non-store retailer sales. Um, Food went up nicely. Bars went up nicely. Key takeaway is discretionary spending on goods remains healthy in July, providing another cue that the tight labor market continues to fend off the hard landing scenario. But again, the U.S. economies today, or stock markets, are totally focused on China. And when you have the 10-year Treasury um, push up to 4.26%, it's really tough for stocks to perform. Please note, we're talking about one analyst saying first rate cut is going to be in the first quarter of 2024 by the Fed. Um, I don't know if we tread water before then. I don't think so. Um, I still think we have a good chance to move higher this year. Thirty. But with that said, Jeremy Siegel said, I don't see this stopping anytime soon. The stock market's headed towards new highs. We do have a Federal Reserve who's probably going to stop raising interest rates based on what's happening in China and inflation numbers coming down in the United States. If their next move is higher, the next move after that is sideways or down. And the next move is sideways, the next move after that's down. So we do have some catalysts on the horizon. You can see me online at robblackshow.com. Don't want to work forever? Check out the Retirement Planning Guide on robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. So I don't think I'm saying anything that you don't know when I say this. Kim Kardashian skims is now worth about $4 billion. And her family, particularly her, has been a global influencer on social media for years, and Kardashians have long been considered the family that shaped influencer culture. Uh, my kids love Mr. Beast. And if Mr. Beast comes out with a chocolate bar, which he has, they want it. They're not asking me for Hershey's. They're not asking me for Nestle. My mother, I'm not going to say rest in peace. That sounds weird. But my mother, who's passed, um, I used to make her laugh because when she was growing up, she'd watch black and white television and 
I was able to like parody a lot of the commercials from her growing up. And, uh, she grew up loving Nestle bars and there was a commercial with Farfel, a television commercial. Farfel was a, a sock puppet. I think he was the sock puppet that the sock puppet was uh, uh, designed around for pets.com. But Farfel would come on shows like the Jack Benny show and he would go N-E-S-T-L-E Nestle makes the very best chocolate. And now my kids want Mr. Beast chocolate. My mom was influenced by TV. My children were influenced by social media. There would be no Mr. Beast if there was no Kim Kardashian, in my opinion. I don't like it. She's not my kind of personality. She's not my kind of... I don't find her intelligent. I don't find her attractive. I don't. She doesn't work for me as far as an influencer goes. Interesting to note, my industry isn't allowed to have influencers like Tom Brady or Kim Kardashian. She's not allowed to come on and go, hey, I work with Rob Black, and he's going to be the best financial planner ever. I'm not a financial planner, but I can't. It's legal to have Joe Montana's and Tom Brady's endorsement because you are considered pretty ignorant by the SEC. And... Um, they don't want you falling for a spokesperson versus a little actual research on companies. Um, so Kim Kardashian earns about seven and a half million dollars per season of the Kardashians, but it also helps her social media, right? She's got 363 million followers on Instagram. She earns $300,000 at a million dollars for each sponsored Instagram post. She's done numerous brand collaborations over the years. She had a line of Beats headphones called Beats X-Chem. She had a custom flavor called Kim-Aid with energy drink Alani New. She's got Skims, which are now worth $4 billion when it went up from $3.2 billion to $4 billion in a recent market valuation. Her net worth jumped from $1.2 billion to $1.7 billion. I'm not going to do a whole segment on her. Um... But I, I do think we live in a different time. So ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, they want new product to come to them and say, we want to be all over the Super Bowl or we want to be all over the NBA finals or we want to be all over. And uh, it's almost better just to hire Kim Kardashian or Logan Paul or Mr. Beast. Dare I say Kim Kardashian, if she ever runs for electric office, that she would win 363 million followers. Uh, Trump's Trump. Trump's Obama. Just throwing it down there for you. Do I think we're going to get to a point where in a social influencer is elected public office in the United States? I do. Did I think we would get this far in brand advertisements and influencing? Nope. And it's what the kids watch. I hate to say it, but my mom, when she was a kid, she wanted us the chocolate bar. God, I told you guys a very intimate story about me and my mother. I'm surprised I did that. Um, now for a not so intimate, but um, still heavily influenced sexual reference here. The Panama Canal's drying out. I know you're saying that is a sexual reference. No, no. The Panama Canal is drying out. Um, it's a chance to play the global supply chain bad boy. The canal is ruining things for others. A severe drought in Panama has led the local water authority to impose progressively more onerous restrictions on ships using its famous canal. 
it's a pretty cool canal. If you've never watched like a good YouTube video on the Panama Canal or maybe a documentary, and there I am showing like a documentary on the Panama Canal versus a YouTube video. Again, sign of how times have changed from television to influencers, right? It's not as bad of a situation as the ever given wedged itself in the Suez Canal a few years back, but it is potentially more sinister as extreme weather conditions track with climate change. So the Suez Canal has a, the Panama Canal has a lot of business that goes through it. Rainfall in Panama was 75% lower than normal. Panama's got a lot of rainforest. This isn't a good thing to say back to back. Right now, the queue is 264 ships long, which is 16% longer than the line this time last year. And those are the ones that are still light enough to go through. So it's a weird thing to say again. Could the world get another disruption from a canal shutdown? It could. Is there anything you could do about that? Plan your portfolio intelligently. Remember what happened during the Suez Canal. What worked, what didn't work. A lot of the furniture in the United States is built in Asia and it has to go through the Suez Canal to get to Europe. And then from Europe, it goes to the United States. Weird to think about rainfall in Panama could affect if I get a couch or not. Do you remember I ordered, uh, not me, but my spouse ordered a dining room table and uh, a console table. I don't know, a China hutch. A nice China hutch. We don't even have a nice China, which is funny. And it took 14 months from the time we ordered it to it being delivered. And uh, then the hutch was broken. <laughs> he got damaged in shipping. I'm just like, nope, we're going to Wellstyle. We're going somewhere else. We're not doing that one again. They had to send an insurance adjuster out to make sure that it was broken and that we weren't scamming them. And they're like, oh, you can keep it. And uh, I don't know framing well enough to reframe it. So basically, uh, some, it's, it's wobbly. So they took that off our bill. Which is kind of interesting that you have to have an insurance guy come out. It was not a cheap table. The table's fine, but the hutch was damaged and useless. Um, What else? So we've hit Kim Kardashian. We've hit retail sales. We've hit the uh, Panama Canal. Um, I don't want to be too gloomy. Brazilian soccer star Neymar will soon join Saudi Arabia's Al-Halal. In the latest instance of the kingdom offering big money to lure a major player, one French outlet says he may earn up to 160 million euros over two seasons. And the current club is reportedly getting a 90 million transfer fee. Saudi Arabia realizes that they're going to have an oil problem in about 40 years. So they're trying to build cities right now that are relevant. And they're trying to build sports leagues and steal sports leagues from like the PGA. Um to be reasons to give your money to Saudi Arabia, the kingdom. YouTube's going to remove cancer treatment misinformation. Good. YouTube today announced a new policy for combating medical misinformation on the video sharing platform. The company will remove content that contradicts well-established guidance from health officials about topics like COVID-19, reproductive health, cancer, and harmful substances, amongst others. YouTube said it will determine whether a condition fits within its medical policy by assessing whether it's high public health risk that's often prone to misinformation. Um, I'm all for that. 
I use YouTube for crazy stuff like how to fix a toilet, how to fix a dryer, how to uh, fix a frame damaged piece of furniture. Some I can do, some I can't do. Many of us use YouTube for like, oh, what's this bump on my neck mean? We should be getting good information, solid information, not snake oil information. Just throwing it down there for you. Just throwing it down there for you. So Jeremy Siegel said something recently that I want to bring up. He says, I don't see this stopping anytime soon. He's been more right, in my opinion, than many economists. He's professor of finance at Wharton School of University, Wharton School of Business at the University of Pennsylvania. He now believes the stock market can be headed to new highs. Bank of America predicted recently that the S&P 500 could soar this year. Ultimately, when we're talking about the Fed potentially cutting interest rates starting in the first quarter of 2024, that's six months from now. And that would be the catalyst that could move the market now, knowing that that monetary policy is changing later. It's often said that the Wall Street is a discounting six-month discounting mechanism, whereas the bond market is more real-time smart. Stock market is kind of looking into the future. Um, he said that he was worried about the economy in the second half of the year. He thought that the first half would grow faster than 2%. Even the Fed was way below its estimates. GDP increased an annual rate of 2% in the first quarter, 2.4% in the second quarter. We've kept it in a strong labor market. He doesn't see, with all those macroeconomic indicators working together, One. with inflation also slowing to 3%, its lowest level in years, he sees no reason the stock market will be abated, and he thinks it goes higher. Talked about it trading at 20 times forward earnings. Tech stocks are trading above the target that could be considered overbought, but cyclical and value stocks are trading below the average of valuations he considers extremely reasonable. So minus tech stocks, he's pretty good with the market. I like Siegel. I'm not saying he's flawed. He's not flawed because we all are. But I think he does a pretty good job of calling the market. Um, retail sales this week going to be important. Studying things like Macy's and Costco and Walmart and Target, all super, super important to does the consumer hold up. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Big event coming up in Los Gatos. On the 24th of this month, it's my second to last event of the year. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I appreciate it. I do my best to try to make a good hour podcast broadcast. Um of content that you can use content that you can go oh, i get it now i hope you walked away today thinking retail sales are holding up i hope you walked away today saying uh jeremy siegel says the market can rally from here and rob is saying it could rally because six months from now it's seen an interest rate cut likely which will stimulate our economy but china's trying to stimulate their economy right now there's always going to be some weird curveballs like what if the panama canal continues to dry out we're not ready for that one yet Although, like, here's where I'd want to be funny. I'm like, you know, if we can dig a trench through Texas, maybe. And uh, Texas would like that a little bit too much, if you know what I'm saying about border crossings. Oh.
I try not to be political. I am going to tell you this. Next year could be a weird year on Wall Street because right around January, we're going to get to primaries. And if it's Trump versus Biden, and let me just give you a hypothetical. Trump's losing his legal cases. And it looks like there's no way he could be elected. And then Biden just falls asleep one night and doesn't wake up. There's a lot that can happen. One of the theories, and this is a conspiracy theory. This is my Bigfoot moment on the show, okay? I have seen Bigfoot before. He's a really, really hairy guy on a beach on the East Coast. I saw him walking back and forth all day long, and it traumatized me. Like I was five. I'm like, what's that hairy man doing, Mom? Um, and she was like, it's, it's not Chewbacca. It's a chupacabra. Um, long story short, though, what happened? Here's the conspiracy theory. Um, Biden goes through the primaries and he collects his um, endorsements from states, his electors, and then he gives them to Newsom. Whoa. I don't know. Newsom's acting very presidential in the last year and a half as the governor of California. What if Biden were to pass in his sleep before that happens? Is it going to be Kamala Harris? What's going to happen here? Are there any Democrats running in the primaries against Biden at this point? Next year could be a show. It could be a show. And Wall Street doesn't like drama. Save the drama for your mama. Save your drama for the llama. I don't know, but Wall Street doesn't like it. Economic indicator out today, Fed funds feature market undeterred by strong retail sales for July, still priced for an on-hold Fed. Probability of a 25 basis point rate hike in September is 11.5%. Probability of a 25 basis point rate hike in November is 39%. Probability of 25 basis point hike in December is 35%. So the high number there is about one in three. So we're probably done raising interest rates according to money. Money, I think, is a little bit smarter than you think it is. Home Depot had a nice quarter. <clears throat> Not great. They patched a leak. Home Depot is constructing decent gains after the home improvement retailer registered solid upside on its top and bottom line in the second quarter. They reiterated their 2024 targets. The board authorized a new $15 billion share repurchase program, replacing its previous authorization of $15 billion. Last quarter, their pro segment endured negative sales growth at around half total revenue, lagging pro sales way means uh, meaningfully on HD's Home Depot's overall performance. So I'm doing some home improvements and it's costly on a year over year basis to the point that I'm like, we could put this one project off another year and slip it into next year to see if inflation comes down a bit. Um. Ultimately, the bottom line on Home Depot, and we're going to get targeted in Walmart this week. Ultimately, the headline numbers were better than feared. Earnings per share contracted to 7.9% year over year. There was a minor 2% drop in revenue. People were looking for way worse. And with their guidance unchanged going forward, we feel okay. I'm not saying we, I don't own it. I guess I own it in the S&P 500 funds that I own. But it was a challenging quarter for Home Depot. Consumers continued to flocking towards smaller projects. 
while outside forces dampen demand amongst seasonal assortments. Getting a home equity line of credit where a lot of people take that home equity line of credit and put that money into improving their home. The home equity line of credit's gone up enormously in the last 18 months. The cost of borrowing with elevated interest rates. Elevated interest rates will also keep, uh, not keep, but suppress the level of used homes on the market, putting further downward pressure on repairs to get a house ready for sale. Some encouraging developments, again, were the recovery of the pro line. Um, just so you know, there was a couple of years ago, back in the 90s, just to show you how enamored Wall Street or I guess America was, Home Depot had a high-end luxury division that had its own stores. So if you wanted a shower head that was just average, you'd go to Home Depot. If you wanted the high-end version, you would go to their luxury version of the store. Um, and that concept got shut down. But sometimes companies try to expand and they just ultimately fail. Um, I think that's worthy of note. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Like, do you remember Wet Seal and Limited 2? Do you remember Blockbuster? And there was a store called Borders. You remember what Borders sold? Books. Circuit City, Toys R Us. Um, linens and things. A lot of stores fail. Radio Shack. I used to have a funny line that I said, if you found me in a radio shack, I'd give you $100,000. Kind of the whole, you know, uh, chupacabra. Kind of. Does it exist? Or how about Tower Records? Things do fail. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Big event coming up on the 24th of this month in Los Gatos, Toll House Hotel. Sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. Listen to the commercials. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.